throat's cleared. Here we go. <laughs> Everybody coughed it out. Welcome. I was going to say welcome back. I mean, I'm because I'm like looking at you. Welcome back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're so welcome. Welcome to Parent Tell for those of you who have never listened or have listened. My name is Kayla. This is a podcast all about parenting and pregnancy and life, really, honestly. Like we feel like, yes, it's parenting based, but like we've talked about many times before, that's not your only thing in life. Like that's not your only title. You're not just a parent. So it's parenting based, but we're also getting into the nitty gritty of like who we are as people as well. Cause it has a lot to do with how we parent, which like, sometimes I really wish it didn't. <laughs> I hear you on that one. So I have a second timer. This is my second time recording with Kat. Kat is back. Kat came on and talked about her experience, her and her wife's experience with IUI and IVF. And it was an amazing episode. Um, that was the first time we had ever talked or seen each other. I was going to say in person via Zoom, but you know what I mean? And it was great. I feel like I learned so much. We had such a good discussion. And this episode, we've been kind of planning for a little while too. I feel like like that was mm-hmm. a couple months ago that I was like, hmm, yeah, I feel like you want to talk about this with me. Yeah, let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah, we've been um, talking back and forth about it for a while. Yeah. And maybe that's why I had such a hard time writing the notes because I just I am so passionate about this topic and I feel like you are too. And so this for the these notes, I had the hardest time probably out of any episode. And I just looked at my notes, it's episode 65. So I made it to episode 65 until I was like, wait, I have so much to say. And I like, don't know how to say it. And we're not going to have enough time, but it is nice that you've been here before. Cause we can just like cut the bullshit and just talk. <laughs> <laughs> so Kat is here and we're going to be talking about gender. Um, really when it comes to kids, because like, it's a lot we both have. So we both have boys. Um, your son is a little older than mine. He's already two. My son is not yet two, but I feel like you and I have connected a lot of times about how we're raising our sons to know that emotions are okay. Mm-hmm. Crying is okay. Um, and that, you know, pink is not just for girls, you know, like all that dumb bullshit. I know I can just look at you and be like, well, <laughs> all that stupid stuff that I feel like has been, you know, coming out of everybody's mouths for years when we were growing up too. And it's just not like, no, we know so much more now. We know like these things are not true. Color does not know any gender. Gender is a spectrum. And so we're going to dive into that. I'm already going off the notes. So I'm terrified. Here we go. (laughs) Why is it, I guess, that like, I think you and I have talked about this before. Why do we automatically like need to know the gender of a baby? Like a baby that we see walking down the street. Like why, why do we need to know this? What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so I was thinking about this for a while, the last like couple weeks, especially when knowing that we were going to be recording this. Um, and first, I think we should clarify that we don't actually know a baby's gender. True. Because people don't necessarily know their own gender until, you know, later on in life and their like self awareness might change over time. For example, with myself, I identify as non-binary. So I use they and she pronouns. But, you know, for my son, I mean, right now we're just using he, him pronouns for him. Um, And then as he grows up, he can decide 
what pronouns best suit him. But yeah, so I mean, with gender reveals, that's the first thing that really came to mind when I saw mm. your notes. Yeah. And I think that's like even before, you know, even before a baby's born already, there are people, you know, popping balloons to show whatever confetti yeah. comes out. Swinging um, the bat, hitting the ball, like, yeah. yeah, whatever, cutting the cake. Yeah. Starting fires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Starting literally one of the biggest wildfires like in California's history. And actually they got fined. It was. Oh, good. They should I mean, have. it was like $500,000. Like they got fined a lot as they, like, you literally burned the earth, like, just to find out that you're having a girl or whatever. Yeah. 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 Insane. Yeah. So, I mean, I think with, with gender reveals, like, I understand, you know, wanting to find out if you're having, you know, quote unquote, a boy or a girl. Yeah. You're um, excited. Yeah. And like, we did find out, my wife and I found out um, when I was pregnant and Same. mostly, like, I mean, I was curious and mostly I was also curious if I was right or not. Cause I had Me too. Feeling. I was just going to say, like, <laughs> I wanted to just know if I was right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. And, and the thing that comes to mind with, um, like you mentioned babies, if we see a baby down walking down the street or in a stroller or whatever, the first thing that comes to mind is friends. Mm. Remember that episode with Rachel and Emma, she was putting like the bow on Emma's head. Because, because everyone she, kept saying, um, yeah, everyone okay. kept so saying, I don't like, specifically oh, remember, but yeah, that mean, I mean, I feel like that is still very much in existence today. Oh, That's yeah. probably behind a lot of people's motivation for putting their infant newborn boy in blue and things with trucks, you know, cause only boys I'm quoting air quotes here, obviously <laughs> only boys like trucks and yeah, like the bows. I've had many conversations about this. Stupid. Everyone knows. I feel like at this point, everyone knows, everyone knows that about me. Like I think the bows are so fucking stupid. And I think they're so ugly and you are 100%, you know, like do whatever you want to do, but it does come down to you want, like, are you feeling insecure as the parent because people think you have a boy, but you have a girl? Like, yeah, it's very, there's a lot of layers there because then it's a reflection on the parent. The kid has no idea. They no. don't care. None it's whatsoever. a reflection on the adults. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think a lot of that probably boils down to like a lack of knowledge about gender and probably a lot of like intergenerational trauma as well mm. with, you know, with toxic max- masculinity, like boys yes. not being able to show emotions, like girls have to be a certain way. Boys have to yep. be a certain way, uh, gender stereotypes, gender roles. Mm-hmm. I think it all like kind of meshes together. Absolutely. Um, to me, it doesn't make sense. Like if my son wants to wear a bow, great. I will get him a bow and he can wear yeah. a bow. Yeah. Um, like we were just watching uh, the Wiggles downstairs and there's that song, Emma's Yellow Bow. And he was like doing the dance. I've never watched the Wiggles, I have <laughs> no. to say. I've never watched the Wiggles. He's a big fan, so they're on all the time. We're a big Bluey house. That's like one of the only shows Robin asked to watch. Other than that, we're watching like straight up movies in chunks. Like it takes us like three days to watch Zootopia. But yeah, so I've never seen the Wiggles, but go on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So there's a song about, um, because there's a a wiggle called Emma. She wears a skirt and she wears a bow in her hair. And so she does a little like dance with like showing that that she has a bow in her hair and he does the dance every time. And he gets so excited and he knows the word bow. So he's like, bow, bow. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. And, you know, like, I mean, I don't know. I think yeah, a lot of it is is just lack of understanding, lack of yeah. probably a lot of fear too. And I think we can boil it down to a, 
or try to boil it down to a lot of things, but probably also generational differences. You know, if if people have grandparents in their lives who Mm -hmm. have a specific mindset of like what a girl's supposed to wear, what a boy's supposed to wear or or do or look like or whatever. Because Um, that expectation was placed on them. From their, from the adults in their life. Mm-hmm. My mom buys a lot of clothes for for my son. Uh, we don't ask for it; she just comes over with them. <laughs> and ninety mm-hmm. percent of the clothes are blue, and they have trucks and dinosaurs. Yeah. And like, yeah, he does like trucks and dinosaurs, but yeah. he also likes rainbows and he likes butterflies and he loves yeah. the colors pink and purple. And I feel like I work really hard with wardrobe, partially while like. I have control over it while I can decide like, oh, this looks really cute. I want you to wear this, (laughs) but I try really hard to, um, it's an eclectic mix of patterns, um, images, you know, like, yeah, like Robin has pants with rainbows on them. And then he also has pants with dinosaurs. And I, cause I want him to be exposed to everything. I don't want as the adult who has so much influence right now, I don't want to pigeonhole him. So that yep. he thinks it's weird if he likes pink because exactly. only the girls at school wear pink. None of the boys wear. I just, yeah, I'm very conscious of that. And as a teacher in the classroom, I've experienced the other side of that where I remember a c- couple of times like hearing kids say, oh, like boy or blue is a boy color or just, you know, the very standard like toxic masculinity type deals are like, oh, well, girls can't run as fast as boys. And um, if I ever heard it, I would just, I mean, my head honestly will whip. (laughs) And I would, you know, developmentally and calmly, but be like, actually, no, that's not true. And I remember one time, I think it was about a sport. And I said something like, yeah, did you know that Miss McGuire, because obviously that's the way they call me, Mr. Guire plays basketball. And they were like, and I think that's like one of the most powerful things you can do as an adult to try and like reverse their thinking right there is to literally show them that like, I love, I love trucks. I think dinosaurs are awesome. Mm -hmm. And I also can maybe occasionally make a layup. It has been a while since I played basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think it really does come down to what we are passing, like what you said, like what we're passing on because of what we've experienced um, growing up. And my son's name is Robin. And I remember when we decided on Robin, I have always loved that name. I Uh knew in middle school, I knew a boy named Robin and he was just like very sweet and very kind. And it was hard enough to pick a name as a teacher. I like went through yeah. so many names and we came upon <laughs> I can Robin. Imagine. I like, oh my gosh. So annoying. And I was like, Oh, I really like this. And my husband did too. And we didn't tell anyone Robin's name before he was born. Yeah. We uh, did the which, same. Which drove my mother-in-law crazy. <laughs> and I was enjoying it a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> but almost every, for the first, like the first time someone meets my son now, if they know his name or they hear us say like, Hey, Robin, come here. They do assume he's a girl. Mm. And a lot of times, um, if people use like the she pronoun or people just ask, I do say, Oh, he's a boy. But in my head, I'm also adding like, he, like we're, we're calling him a boy right now, but he could change his mind. Like Mm. we use masculine pronouns or he, him right now, but 
he could change his mind. I am very cognizant. And also that's like one of those things where it's like, I don't, depending on the situation, I don't really need, feel the need to say that out loud yeah. to a stranger. Cause like, I'm not yeah. going to sit there and yeah, but it Lecture does stranger. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> did you know? <laughs> um, but I feel like as someone who has a child who is not even two and is all the time misgendered, I do. And I, maybe that's why I think about this a lot because I'm constantly wondering, like, why do we assume that Robin is a girl's name? You know, like I'm constantly kind of like thinking uh-huh. about it. And I think it makes me more cognizant of what I'm saying and what I'm doing. And I really also, also just want to make sure I am raising a happy down to earth feminist kid. Uh-huh. And you don't have to be a woman. You don't have to identify as a woman to be a feminist. And um, I, it was so You're funny. You're absolutely right. <laughs> on one, so it was so funny. On one of the poll days, um, I asked, I don't remember which episode was related to, but I asked, are you raising your son? Are you raising your child to be a feminist? And majority of people said yes, but way more than I would have expected said no. Mm. And it was a lot of women who said no. And so it left me wondering, did you say no? Because, you know, like maybe you don't identify as a feminist. Did you say no? Because you have boys and you think boys can't be feminists too. So it's so nuanced. It's very complex. I think that's also what I like about it, but that's also what makes it hard to explain, I guess, to people sometimes and also hard to break down the, like, why are we the way that we are? Like, why is this like this? For sure. And it takes, you know, you have to be self-aware enough um, of like what you experienced in your childhood Mm. um, to actually go out and break those cycles. A lot of people don't. Um, A lot of people will just continue the cycle, not really realizing that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it is hard work every day. I mean, like my second, (laughs) my second, third full-time job. (laughs) is breaking the generational cycles. But that's a really good point that it's going back to what you said, both things that you said about how you're working hard every day. And it is a lot of how you grew up. Cause that just makes me reflect on what messages did I receive growing up? And I don't recall ever hearing my, my parents never treated me. Um, I only have sisters. So maybe that was part of it too, but my parents never limited my abilities due to my gender. You know, like I played sports. I also acted, I played instruments. Like it was the full spectrum. And I never once heard anything that would imply that I can't do certain things because I'm a girl or girls can only do these 17 things, you know? And I think that makes a huge difference. And that is largely why I am the way I am today, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. See, and I had a what was your experience? experience. It was was not not the same. I mean, so growing up, my mom used to make all of my clothes, especially as a as a young child. Mm -hmm. And like 99% of those clothes were poofy dresses. Mm. (laughs) And I hate it. It's like my nightmare. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um and like so I I would go in the go to the park in this like poofy dress and like climb trees 
Yes. <laughs> and then I'd come home all dirty. And then the comment that I would always get from my mom was, oh my God, you're wor- worse than seven boys combined wow. all the time. And she still says that to this day to remind me of how like terrible I was as a child. Like messy? I, I guess messy. Yeah, I guess messy. And, and like I was not allowed to play sports. Mm. That was not a thing that that I was allowed to do. I played piano. Were you not allowed to do it because it was too masculine or like it was for boys or it just, there was another reason? I was never told specifically that it's because it was for boys. Mm. I just wasn't really allowed to play sports. And like I tried in high school, I tried out for all of the sports and I was terrible at them all. So, (laughs) I mean, it wouldn't have worked out anyway, but (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't in the cards to begin. It wasn't. But yeah, I don't know. I always got those messages. And even now, as my, as like I'm raising a boy to, like you said, to to be a feminist and to to be, you know, accepting of, of all things. And and just like you, we buy all kinds of different clothes. Like yesterday, we just bought a Whitney Houston t-shirt. I was going to say, we had this conversation. <laughs> we literally, I don't know if I said this in the beginning, like Kat and I literally talk every day. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure like since we recorded in, and I happen to see in my like email archives, it was back in like August. Basically, we've been talking every day or almost every day for the past six months. Oh my gosh. So yes, we just I had didn't this know conversation. It was that long. <laughs> I know. I didn't know until I saw in my email this morning, which still very salty that I couldn't find that Whitney Houston shirt at, <laughs> or on Old Navy and you found it. So I guess maybe like, do Canadians like Whitney more? Like, no, you don't. I love Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> I could always buy it and ship it to you. <gasps> Shut up. I would die. <laughs> Okay, we'll talk about that after we're done. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, we buy him all kinds of things. He has, you know, pink shirts. He has red shirts. He has, um, just recently, we bought him some more shirts with purple on it. Um, he, like, really likes, I don't know if he likes to say the the name purple, because he's mm. he's got so many new words. So now he walks around going, purple. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so cute. cute. Um, so, yeah, but, like, with my mom, she... Um, I remember in December, I was saying how, like, she was asking what to what to get him for Christmas. Um, always, she always buys way too many things, and we have to purge so much yes. whenever she's like, you and I have talked yeah, about so we've that, talked too. About that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for Christmas, we were planning on buying him a little toddler kitchen because he loves to watch us cook yeah Yeah. he he walks into the kitchen all the time and like loves to watch us work um and like cook and now he's actually started to like he has a little um what is it called learning tower where he'll stand and like mix like you know pancake batter yeah we're about to buy one of those we're waiting till we move because we're probably moving in about like two two and a half months but we yes we would benefit from one so would robin because he he wants to be involved in the Mm -hmm. cooking so bad I will say they're they're really cool, uh, but they're really scary because <laughs> they can just kind of like I don't know. Oh god, <laughs> we're always just like hovering around and making sure he doesn't. <laughs> but he's also very jumpy and like not. Anyway, this is not not part of the talk. <laughs> we can talk about this later. <laughs> um, yeah. So so we were gonna buy him a toddler kitchen, and my mom's first comment was, "Isn't that for a girl though?" Get out uh, no and I was like dude. hello do you know Gordon Ramsay for example like Anthony you... Bourdain yeah like, that one dude who has the terrible spiky hair diner yeah, yeah. and dives hello Guy, Guy Fieri I think yes the worst <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean like if he's interested in it why should we stop him from being interested in it 
Exactly. Who are we to limit and squash a growing person's interest, no matter what they are, or just because they're not our interests. And like all of that will just lead to, you know, shame and, and feeling like, they're, you know, low self-esteem, like they're less than, like they're not yeah. allowed to be exactly who they are. So I don't know. We just encourage him if he wants to play with his kitchen set, which he does. He plays with it every single day. He cooks, he makes soups. He like, you know, soups, <laughs> air quotes. <laughs> um, he walks around with his ladle, like giving everyone a taste. Yes. Robin um, does the same things. And it's like, it's the best. I also feel like that's another Go, like as an adult, I want when he's an adult, I want him to know how a kitchen works. I want him to be yeah. able to cook because that goes that feeds into like, oh, well, only the wife cooks or only the woman cooks or only one of the partners cook. And I mean, it ties directly in with your mom's comment that like, yep, <laughs> the kitchen is not for boys. Like it's for anyone who has an interest in it. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't understand why it's so, why it's become so stigmatized and so um, black and white. Like you're a girl, these are for you. You're a boy, these are for you. Even like in clothing stores, um, there's this like secondhand, it's only for kids stuff. And it's really great. It's called Once Upon a Child here. Oh yeah, we have it here too. Oh, nice. Oh my gosh. And so, (laughs) well, I'm sure it looks the exact same. So it's like, I mean- like floor to ceiling, it's clothes. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot of clothes, but everything is hyper genderized. Yep. To use my word that I made up before, <laughs> um, and it's like even down to even the sign. The sign for boys is in blue, and then on the other side of the clothing aisle, the sign for girls is in pink. And we were there um, last week or the week before, and uh, I was going to get. I'm trying to buy more secondhand stuff this year, especially for Robin, because I feel like I'm constantly buying him clothes. So I'm trying to yeah, be less they graceful, grow so like, fast, so fast. Um, <laughs> and I feel like in the last three months alone, he's gone through like two different growth spurts, yeah. and I'm just like can't keep up. <laughs> I know. So, just today, I was looking at my son. I'm like, did you get taller? <laughs> literally in the night. Yeah. I say that to I say that to Robin all the time. Like, did you grow in the night? <laughs> I think last time I asked him, he was like, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, thank you. So cute. <laughs> so we're in the store and we were buying shorts because I know the weather is about to change and we were done and we were kind of just walking around the store because the line was a little long and he went down. So, you know, that the, like the clothing racks are so low to the ground, like they're very accessible for okay. shorter kids. And, um, for him, I noticed that the very first time we, so the very first time we went to backtrack a tiny bit, I was carrying him. And I went to like pick up a pair of pants and I held them up against him to like see if they fit or something. Yeah. And then, so he was obsessed with that and he like wanted to do that every oh, time so we go there. Cute. I know like every time we go, he'll literally, no matter, you know, it could be a shirt or pants or a skirt, he'll take it and he'll like hold it up against himself. And I'm like, oh, like, do, what do you think? Like, does it fit? Do you like the color ball? So cute. Oh my like, gosh. It's just, I know. And it's, and I can see like the joy in his face because he loves doing things that are like that we do that are for quote for adults. Um, yeah. So he went down one of the girl aisles and we were just kind of walking behind him and he picked out like two um, tool skirts, like those poofy, like tool skirts. Mm-hmm. And um, I was ready to go. So I was like, Oh, we got to put those back. And he started like trying it on, like holding up against the Yeah. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so cute. And I think it was actually like the size was too small. It was like six to nine months or something. <laughs> 
And so <laughs> could fit his head. Right? Yeah. So, so, and I remember like there were other people in the store, no one else in the aisle, but I remember as I said out loud, also because we live in such a small town, I was wondering like, are people like what? Because I wasn't, I didn't say, oh, that's for girls. I didn't say, oh, you don't wear that or you can't wear that. I literally said, oh, I think that's a little bit too small for you. Your size is the next aisle over. Like, I'm so happy that you like that skirt, but it's not <laughs> going to fit you. <laughs> yeah. And I just, because if he wants to wear a skirt, let him wear a skirt. I mean, the United States and Canada as well was originally founded by dudes who wore three inch block heels, <laughs> tights and white powdered wigs. Like they were basically drag queens. So I just like, who cares? It's, it's really like whatever finds you joy. It's very like Marie Kondo vibes. If it's giving you joy, then keep it and hold on to it. And if yeah. it's not giving you joy, like if you don't want to wear a poofy dress, then mom, stop making me a poofy dress. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was the exact same. I was big tomboy, like hated, I hated the color pink, I hated it. I still am not a huge fan. So I will say Robin doesn't have that much pink, but that's just because I don't <laughs> like it. I'm the one that does the shopping. <laughs> but if he, the day he tells me, mom, I want, the shirt can I have the shirt and it's pink or purple or whatever. Absolutely. It has like my little pony on it. Yes. Is it the right size? Great. If it's you, <laughs> let's go check out. And we get to hear the machine go beep. Cause that's like, he also loves that. Like the, <laughs> the scanning. <laughs> but yeah, it just, it really shouldn't be this thing. And I feel mm-hmm. like you and I are actively trying to at least ensure that for the next generation, it's not as big of a deal and it doesn't make them feel othered in mm-hmm. any way. And speaking of, of the next generation, I was talking with a coworker last week um, and she said that her, um, her niece is transitioning. Mm. And um, so her niece is not her nephew and he's, uh, he's 16. So I was saying how like, you know, that's a tough age because you're already yeah. going through so much as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you know, your, your friends and, and high schoolers who you've been going to high school with yeah. have, uh, have known you as, you know, one gender, I guess. And mm-hmm. now, now it's different. And so I was saying that that must be so tough. Cause I remember for me, um, like I didn't come out in high school cause I was too scared to come out in high school. Mm. And people would say terrible things. There was like one kid who was brave enough to come out and everyone would make fun of him. Uh, and it was terrible. So I, I mentioned that like, you know, it might be, it must be hard for him. Um, and she said, you know what? His friends are amazing. Our family is amazing. Like things have really, really changed. Like he can just uh, be himself. And like, that just warmed my heart so much to hear that. Yeah. Cause it's like, there is hope, you know? That like almost makes me start to cry. I know, just, me like, too. <laughs> my eyes are burning a little. Yeah, me too. As I'm like, no, no. Like, <laughs> um, but you know, like little things like that, which are not little really when you think about mm. it, but, but things like that, they really give you hope for, for the future. and and you know, hoping that other parents are, are also breaking like generational cycles and raising their kids to be feminist and raising their kids to, you know, know who they are and, and be proud of who they are. Yeah. And then accept others the same way. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's huge. And it does come down to, I mean, you know, like so many things, a lot of it does come down to exposure and mm-hmm. your inner monologue because I mean, I make a joke out of everything. It's just my defense mechanism, but (laughs) 
a lot of times, especially lately, like in Texas with these just like disgusting bills, like pen to paper laws, yeah, basically telling all of these children, we don't care about you. Stop being who you really are. You're not, you're basically not a real human or you are less than a human. You deserve to be treated less than a human. I do think a lot of times that stuff comes down to what you were taught and also what you think about yourself yeah ends up being a direct reflection of how you treat others and what you say to others and um honestly a lot of times i think these senators are just super gay and they just like <laughs> that like internalized hatred yes yeah. where it's just like jesus just because like just let the like let them be happy and like let them be themselves and like they're children and they're going to grow up to be adults we want them to be alive on this earth to grow up to yeah. be adults we have come a long way and we still are moving forward more and more but it is not without like a knockdown drag out fight yeah you know? for sure i think you know what i was I was thinking about like that bill and then the don't say gay bill as well. And I think it's in Florida. I don't know if yeah. it's in, mm -hmm. anywhere else, um, which it's also terrible because now white kids can't go to school and talk about their families if they have yeah. two moms or two dads. It's, it's crazy. The, like the lengths that some people will go to, to stop others from being who they are. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I feel like a lot of that, could be, well, it could be internalized self-hatred. <laughs> They're and all just also, super gay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I always joke with my wife that everybody's a little bit gay. <laughs> One hot, hello. Yes. Literally. Yes. Everyone, everyone. <laughs> like, you, you know, being straight, you can't tell me that you're looking at a person of the same sex and you don't find them like physically attractive. Yes. You know, to some extent. Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. saying you're gonna go kiss them or whatever. Exactly. But. <laughs> yeah. But you're but you are admiring, like it's possible for me to look at my best friend and be like, oh my God, you are so <laughs> freaking pretty. And like that ass girl, um, <laughs> if she's listening, won't we'll say her name. But yes, I'm talking about you. <laughs> like, and that that doesn't mean that, you know, like it's just about admiring people for who they are. And that's also, I feel like how you show love, like we're all a little bit gay because that's, how you, <laughs> because that's how you, one of the ways that you can like show your love and appreciation for other people. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, if someone's putting effort into their appearance and, and they yeah. don't want to present themselves as, as, you know, and they look and feel good, then yeah. Anyway, that's totally off track to what I was actually going to say. <laughs> but I think it's like, but I do think it has been, I mean, we said this, I can't remember if it was like on the record we were recording or not, but we said we were probably going to branch off. But I think that's a huge, like the conversation that we just had, it's a huge part of um, like why this hyper genderizing and just like, this is for boys, this is for girls. I think that's part of the reason why it still exists, but also part of the reason why it's struggling to exist. And it, I guess mm -hmm. a lot of it depends on where you live. You are just exposed to different things. Um, living in a small town for the past almost three years has taught me that a lot because I took for granted the fact that like not everybody 
um, thinks the same uh-huh. as me or believes in the same ideals or was raised um, like in a similar vein as me. That has, yeah. I will say, like if I've learned anything about like small town versus big city, um, especially living in a small town in the South uh, during these election years and this crazy ass time <laughs> in the world, um, it's taught me that what you are surrounded by from birth and up until adulthood has a phenomenally huge impact on your entire way of thinking, everything about you and whether you even realize it or not. And so that's been something that's yeah. kind of sat with me and wondering like if if the role were reversed, like if I was from a small town, like here, if I grew up here, would my son only have dinosaur clothing and blue clothing and black clothing? You know, it is kind of like almost like a multiverse type thinking where you're like, wow. But but it makes sense because that's yeah. what I would have been exposed to. Yeah, for sure. So sorry, I cut yeah. you off. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that that yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you you are the company you keep, right? Exactly. Well, I feel like we did go off our notes, but it was still we still did talk about all of the points that I really wanted to talk about. Speaking you know, like not super personally, both of us are teaching our sons pretty similarly about what it means and like gender, sexuality. It shouldn't be like your most defining trait. Yeah. Yeah. Like human, like you're a human first yeah. and you are however you identify second and it should not flip the other way around mm. because that's when. I feel like people think it gives them permission to treat you less than. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And the other thing I was going to say with with these bills coming up and and people, you know, making comments about like gen- like still kind of c- trying to continue these gender stereotypes mm-hmm. um would be like I think there's a lot of fear there. Yeah. You know, people are scared of what they don't understand. And you know, things are changing because I mean even if you look at um Disney, like their most one of the more, most recent movies in Canto mm-hmm. with Louisa. I mean, she's got like muscles. She's the strong one in the family, and she, yeah. you know, she can lift a bridge with a bunch of donkeys on it, yeah. <laughs> or people, or whatever it was. Grabbing and- all the donkeys. Sorry, I can literally. <laughs> it's embarrassing, but also like I'm pretty proud of the fact that I know almost every single line of the movie i already know i know every single lyric to every song. it's a really good movie i mean it's phenomenal and i've been forced to watch it and listen to it against my will for the past like, month and a half so it's not yeah, a bad I, thing to watch no it's not a bad thing to watch and jimmy and i've actually talked about that how um a girl with muscles. That's mm-hmm. something we have never seen. Even yeah, in the last never. five years from Disney movies, we've never seen. I just saw an article that said Disney, like when they were producing merch for Encanto, they mm-hmm. expected Isabella to be more popular. Oh, yes. I've heard of this one too. I've heard of yes. this. Yes. And so every like everyone's asking for everyone wants Luisa. And they are scrambling to make more Luisa dolls, stuffed animals, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, because they assumed that girls would want the one associated with flowers, the quote, prettier one. And it shows you that it really is true. Like this next generation coming up, 
they are already um, able to say no. We, it doesn't matter. We like Louisa because we like Louisa and um, we already know that starting, it's starting at like, what's the age group? It's like 12 to 18. They control like that age group controls majority of the retail market because what they're into. I didn't know that. Yes. It is fascinating. I don't remember like when I found this out, but whatever they are into is like the coolest thing. And companies know that they want to buy the most things. They're going to ask their parents to buy the most things. So they have a huge control over the market, which is an amazing thing. Like more Louisa's because that will eventually show people in the corporate offices that they're actually a little behind and that we don't need to stick to the pretty and the pink just for girls and the blue and the dinosaurs just for boys. Like it's a mix of everything. And that's fine. That's the way it should be. Yeah. And with, with Louise, I actually heard that um, the, I don't know if it's the illustrators were told uh, to make her muscles smaller. Really? Yeah. And with those uh, stats for like, um, you know, the, the Louisa dolls being sold more. I've heard that it's not just girls who are buying them. It's boys too. Yes. So, I mean, like, that's so cool. That's really, yes. really cool. Cause like, why shouldn't boys look up to like female? Yes. Like, I don't, I don't know if you could call her a superhero, but like, I guess she is. Cause she lifts. Yeah. <laughs> and she also is a great model. Not only is she a woman with strong, you know, a phys- strong physique, she also realizes that it's okay for her to cry. Yeah. And that's another exactly. huge positive model, I think, across the board for boys and girls. You and I, I know, are teaching our kid that crying is not bad. Emotions are not just for girls. It doesn't yeah. make you a bad person. It doesn't mean you're weak. It just means you're a human being. And I think that's a huge, that's, I think Louise is one of my favorite characters, partially because literally like every single time I've watched this, I've lost count of how many times I've watched this movie, but when the, the donkeys start dancing, I'm just like <laughs> dying. <laughs> like it's, I love donkeys. Like I love farm animals <laughs> and I love donkeys. Like I think like, I'm pretty sure last time I saw a donkey in person, like I started crying. Cause I just think <laughs> so, like, I can't handle it. I think they're so cute. So the fact that he's like donkeys just like dance as I'm dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really, we are seeing a shift broad spectrum. We are seeing a shift, which is amazing, but uh-huh. a lot of our day-to-day interactions, yeah, you know, like in the grocery store or with family members are still a little like, what? Yeah. Like, that's that's where your thinking still is. Oof. Okay. Yeah. And like, like with my, with my mother, I was FaceTiming with her today and my son was running and he fell. He hurt himself. So obviously he started crying. Um, he fell like funny on his ankle. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, that hurts. I've done that many times and it hurts. Um, and so I was trying to just, you know, I sat down with him, asked him where it hurts, um, asked him if he needed anything. He wanted a hug. So he got a hug. And then uh, on FaceTime, my mom was like already trying to distract him. She was calling his name and being like, look what I have here. Look what I have here. I'm like, can you stop? And we actually have friends who were raised by similar parents to my mom. And we noticed that they do that with their kids. And it's like, okay. Yeah, you have to do like, <laughs> like yep, I, yep. I don't want to say anything because it's not uh-huh. my kid. But, yeah. you know, like I just I notice these things because we're, you know, we're actively both my wife and I are, are breaking generational cycles. 
Yeah. Um, and it's hard work. It's exhausting yes. and it's tiring. 24 and, seven. Yeah. yeah. And like we practice gentle parenting and, and making sure, you know, that our kid knows that he can show show emotions. Like you were saying that he's allowed to cry, that he can be friends with girls. Like that's yes. so dumb. Uh, like it doesn't mean that that you like them that you like them like them. It doesn't mean that they're your girlfriend. Yeah. It just means you have enough social skills to befriend another person. Like yeah, and also like why are we sexualizing tiny little infants and toddlers? It's so you know? gross. We had that conversation about the clothing, about the onesies where it was like future Hooters girl. Yeah. Oh and my God. Disgusting. The, like Mr. Heartbreaker and like stud muffin. And I just, yeah. Robin owns zero clothing like that. Yeah. Same. Um, and I think it's like, we do have to pause for a second and think about really genuinely what message are we saying there when yeah. the, so Last night when I looked, so, okay. So long story short, Kat posted like a video of three of these shirts that she got her son. <laughs> I, I messaged her. I was like, wait, oh my God, what? And then I was about to ask you where you got them from, but I saw the old baby tag yeah. on the Whitney shirt. So then we started talking about it and you told me that you got a lot of them like in the girl section or the yeah. gender neutral section. And I went into the girl section to look for the Whitney shirt. Cause I was like, how much you want to buy? This is going to be in the yeah. girl section. <laughs> and I noticed that a lot of the shirts, I don't shop in the girl section for Robin often. Cause I just like, or at least like online in person, I've noticed that I'll go and look in all the different sections, but online I don't. Um, and that's my own bias right there that I need to work on. Um, all of the shirts, not all of them, a lot of them like crop tops yeah, and like, I noticed the, that too. Um, and they were like tied at the bottom, like a little extra fabric yeah. and they were tied. And I was just like, wait, like, yeah. why, like, why are, are we... we sexualizing these tiny little kids? Yes. Like why does a four-year-old need to wear a crop top? Yeah. Because like, it's again, quotes, because it's cute. Yeah. Or and why like, do toddlers wear bikinis? You know, <sighs> when they're just like, literally like, first rock, of all, like, sun safety. Swim diaper. <laughs> First of all, your kid's going to get a sunburn. <laughs> Second of all, put a hat on. <laughs> but also, yes, like swim diaper. I'm pretty sure. So I bought like during Robin's first year, last year, I remember buying like a fair amount of um, swim clothing, like the rash guards, like long yeah, sleeve yeah. and short sleeve. We have those and, too. Yeah. And the swim trunks. And I realized after last summer, 99% of the time, if I put him in like more clothing is because I was lazy and I didn't want to like struggle and get sweaty putting sunscreen on him. But if I put all, if I put sunscreen all over him, I was like, okay, here, wear a swim diaper. Like you're a baby. Like <laughs> who cares? Like, you don't know what parts you have. Like, well, no, he does. He knows he has a penis because we use the yeah, appropriate anatomical terms, which is another, I feel like that's a whole nother episode, but it, yeah, it's very weird to like sexualize little girls and assume that boys are straight and they're going to be a lady killer. Like, ew. Oh my God. Yeah. What? Yeah. Very weird. And like, Thank you for bringing you, that up. Yeah. And like, why with like lady killer, why do you want your child to be that? Yeah. And like, like I don't. Uh, yeah. I don't and I think a lot of times at this point, we buy these things without giving little thought to it. 
or we're because so, we're almost so numb to seeing those messages yeah. that like we either think some people think it's cute or you don't even think much of it. Or if you know, like, oh, my friend is having a boy. So I'm going to get a like mommy. What is it? Like I saw some dumbass one. It was like mommy's little, <laughs> mommy's little bodyguard. Oh I was like, God. what? You're like not even two feet tall. I'm pretty sure mommy can protect herself. I'm pretty sure fuck? mommy is the bodyguard. <laughs> yes. Pretty sure it's the other way around, actually. And I'm pretty sure mommy doesn't need no man to protect her. <laughs> thank you. No matter how short or tall you are. <laughs> but thank you for bringing that up. Cause I know we've talked about that before. Yeah, too. It goes more. Sure. Yeah. It goes into clothing. It goes. And that ends up going into like how kids feel about themselves and yeah how they feel about others as well. I, love this. I can talk about, I could literally talk about, I keep having to like make myself stare at the time because I could talk about this forever all day. Yeah, I know. I feel you. We've already talked about how parenting has changed you as a person. If yes. you want to know Kat's answer, you can go listen to the IUI and IVF episode. <laughs> um, but let's talk about lawn chair moment. Cause I feel like things have been like, especially in Canada, dude, like things have been a little, I mean, I can't, I can't talk. Hello. You know where I live, (laughs) but like, so what's been, what's been like a lighter, a lighter lawn chair moment for you? (laughs) It's hard. I was, I was trying to think of what my answer Mm. would be for this. Cause I don't know. Yeah. It's been, it's been a little, a little bit nutty over here. Yeah. Um, with, you know, with the trucker protests. Insane. Like, what? Oh, and apparently they're rolling up into DC, which is my hometown. They're rolling up into DC this weekend. Oh, like, it's yeah. one thing that, you know, they're there and they're causing a ruckus. It's another thing that they're literally shitting in the streets what? because they don't have any toilets. <laughs> I just like, we have all really, like, I feel like collectively a lot of us have lost it and some of us have found it again. Like I lost it. And then I found it again, but some people have lost it and they're lost not even it. looking, they're not even looking for it. <laughs> they like, don't even know that they lost it. <laughs> it's been sitting in the lost and found. It's about to go get donated. Oh my God. <laughs> but go on. So yeah, it's been a rough, it's been a rough ass time. Been rough. Yeah. Um, I did take a writing class. Nice. Um, that just finished. So it's, it went from January until Last week it ended. Oh wow! So that was like something that I, I guess I did for myself. But just like, really I feel like I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know we're we're supposed to talk about like what I do, like for me to like, yeah. you know, self care kind of stuff. But I don't know. I mean, at this point, I can't really think of anything. All I can say I is, honestly, like, have felt that way for the last up until this past week. Yeah. That was my answer for the last like month and a half, two months. So I completely empathize. Yeah. I, I wish I had a better answer. And yeah. that's okay. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like sometimes you don't have an answer. I I think especially because I'm talking about it often, it does make me reflect on, oh, well, so what am I doing? And I'm telling you, like all of February, didn't have an answer. And I almost yeah. just felt like I didn't even have the energy to try and like really commit to anything or also even enjoy anything. It was, yeah. Um, I will say, so I said up until this week, so this week it finally started getting, so we are in the South. So it's definitely like for the most part, it gets warmer a little earlier. Um, and it's finally started to get like, it's in the sixties, like almost every day, at least for last week. I'm sure next week it'll be like back in the forties because I don't know what that means. Oh my God. That's right. (laughs) 
I'm just sitting here like 60. Is that okay? <laughs> okay. So I think that's like, I don't know. Wait, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's warm. <laughs> I don't have to wear a jacket outside. I'm not wearing shorts because I don't want to because I love, yeah. I'm still living in my leggings. Um, oh, same. But yeah. I just so bought like, new leggings for the summer. Yes. Can never have can for the summer. I love that you just send that home. That's that's it. There's your laundry moment. Your <laughs> summer leggings. <laughs> they're in the mail. They're coming or they've arrived. <laughs> that's it. All right. Um, and it, look, it can be at this level of pandemic parenting. It can be whatever the fuck you want it to be. Like I don't know. You ate an Oreo today. Yes, that's it. That's your lunch. I did have a really good breakfast today, Emily. Oh, really? uh, my wife made um, Nutella French toast. Wow. Well, it was pandastelle, which is like a Nutella. And it was like oh, stacked, okay. like triple decker. It was really good. So there you oh, go. Oh my God. My husband would love that. You might have to send me the recipe. I yeah. won't make it. He'll it's make a TikTok it, but... recipe, actually. Really? Yeah. I don't think we've done a single. TikTok recipe, but I know that like that's become a thing now that like there are these viral. I mean, I understand it. You're like, oh, that looks freaking good. I want to eat yeah. that. And I we've tried to be, like kind of easy ish. Yeah. We've oh, tried okay. a few and they've all been pretty good. I nice. gotta say. There yeah. we go. Right there. Another I'll send it to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember why we were talking about that. Oh, but I so it's gotten warm. <laughs> <outside>. <laughs> Americans are the worst. <laughs> Because I just had this conversation with Leslie from Bonjour Baby where she was talking about centimeters. And I love how she was just like, I don't do inches. I'm French. And I was like, you're so French for saying that. And I love it so <laughs> much right now. And I was like, yeah, I'm a dumb American. So we are one of the only countries that don't do the metric system. <laughs> but so it's been warm outside. And um, even if it gets cooler in the evenings, once a week for the past two weeks, we have gone to the beach like around sunset time or like an hour oh, before so sunset. Nice. Yeah. And it's been, I feel like for all three of us, it's just been such a nice time just to be like almost, it feels like we're not even, it feels almost like we are far away from home because mm-hmm. you're just transported and you're like around the water and it just smells different. And um, Robin is... <laughs> Jimmy's really good at skipping rocks like into the ocean. Mm. I used to be that technique along with my basketball skills, I guess also <laughs> left. Like I don't, that's gone. So I can't skip rocks anymore, but he watches Jimmy skip rocks. And like, he tries to do it and it's super cute. And we normally only spend like 45 minutes there, but it has just been like to just be outside and it's not freezing cold mm-hmm. and we're not on our phones. And it's just like, a chill moment. I feel like for the last two weeks, that's been a major like highlight to my week. And I feel like, I know you and I are both doing the thousand hours outside. Yes. I'm struggling. It's still very cold over here. So yeah. So we were, I, I will say this week and I saw it because I was going to say something to you this week. I saw record high amount of hours outside. It's been almost six hours. And when I saw it, I was like, holy crap. Like, why wasn't I doing this a month ago, two months ago? And I had to remind myself, like, because it was freaking cold. Like, it's really hard. Eventually, like, after 30 minutes, you're like, okay. Even, like, that long, you're like, nope, this is miserable. Um, So I've just, like, I've been trying to spend more time 
outside. I feel like I've also been trying to not be on social media as much or like take active, like if I'm going to be on it, I'm going to be on it and I'm not going to lie to myself and I'm just going to like commit to scrolling. Yeah. But then, (laughs) but then I'm going to say, okay, that's enough. Let's close this metaphorical book and go do something else. And I even just becoming like more aware of how I'm using it or like Mm -hmm. how much time I'm spending on it has made me feel better about it because it's so easy to doom scroll, especially just like all the shit happening in the world. And then you feel (laughs) guilty and it's just like, it affects your, it affects your, like every cell in your body. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So I've tried to just like, I'm going to put on the timer. I'm sure you have the app for the thousand hours outside. Oh, I don't, I don't have the app now. I should tell you. Yeah. Because it's, that's one of the only ways that I'm like actually able to keep track. Cause other than that, I'd be terrible at keeping track. It's, it's just a timer in the app. You literally click start and then it keeps going. Like even if your phone is locked or you're on other apps. Yeah. And then, so I've tried really hard every time we do go outside, I try hard to remember, turn the timer on one. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, it's on. Let me put my phone in my pocket. Well, first let me put on the Encanto soundtrack. Cause my child is screaming for it. And then I'll lock my phone <laughs> in my pocket. Let's be honest. Um, yeah, I hope it warms up to the, I'm trying to remember Celsius. I can't remember shit about Celsius right now. <laughs> Is it colder? It's cold. It's going to be like the numbers are going to be cooler, right? Because zero is freezing for you guys, right? Um. Yeah, like right now, it, it's been the negatives. The last, <gasps> like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, that's normal. <laughs> Negative 30 is like, is like really cold. But oh. when it's like, when it's like minus five in the in the tail end of the winter, every, you'll see everybody like walking around in a t-shirt because everyone's like, yes, spring is here. Oh my God. It's very Canadian. <laughs> That's super, super Canadian. As you like dive into the frozen water, very Canadian <laughs> in your swim trunks, in your swim diaper and not your bikini because little toddlers don't have to wear bikinis. Here we go. Full circle. <laughs> um, well, this has been really nice. Thank you for sharing everything. I feel like you took it to a deeper level than I had been thinking about it, which I really appreciate. Like you brought up like, you know, your childhood experience and the adults who were adults when we were kids, then why they think the way they do because of what they heard and trauma, baby. (laughs) I've been doing a lot of self-reflection lately. (laughs) Which is also exhausting. So good for you yes. because that is, whew, that's hard. Yeah. There's no, mm, mm. <laughs> it's just hard. I'll leave it at that. Yes. But thank you for coming on and sharing. Do you want to share your um, Instagram handle with everyone? Cause I also feel like you post really great content as well. Um, and I don't think, I don't think we did that last time. So go. <laughs> sure. So you can find me on Instagram at LGBTQ mama underscore one and done. I try I and like post on there a lot, but lately I've been having a hard time thinking. I think of stuff. lately, <laughs> yes. I think lately we all have been. I alternate between like super like depressing like tweets about war and the pandemic and all that stuff. And then the next thing you know, I'm posting like one of the funniest reels I've ever seen. Cause I yeah, feel like, cause that's, that's how we have to live at this point. Like we can't, you got to just straddle both. You can't pick one side there. Cause either way, it's not going to work for you. And we have yeah. to just like keep finding ways to laugh, keep looking for those 
freaking lawn chair moments, wherever you can get them. Yeah. Makes TikTok recipes and all. Exactly. <laughs> but seriously, send me that recipe. Yes, I will. <laughs> all right. I will talk to you in two seconds and I will talk to everybody else later. Bye. Bye.